Hey everyone, this is Cody. And Sean. This is a place to hear about the paranormal, the supernatural, and everything in between. Today's discussion is going to be about Fort MacArthur. Uh, we did an investigation there a, f- a few years back. Very interesting. Um, you guys might know it as the Battle of Los Angeles. Uh, they saw some lights over the ocean. Uh, we had, uh, we fired upon it. Uh, they didn't find any issue or didn't find any uh, Japanese pra- fighters or anything like that. Yeah, it was when we were, there was some hostility uh, war with Japan. Well, it was back in 1942, right? Correct. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but we did an investigation there, and it, it was amazing. We we came across a lot of different spirits there. Um, we have a lot of evidence from that location. We've got some really good EVPs. Um, yeah. yeah, excellent EVPs. If you go to our Instagram, there's there's an example of one of the EVPs we picked up. Well, well, well what's curious <laughs> is it's an old like military base, right? But there's a lot of children and female voices we got there right you know and and i know you've experienced a lot of stuff in the tunnels down there i did and uh that was a, that was an experience in itself right but, so we found a location there where there was a tunnel it was uh, you know back then again cody and i don't fear when it's dark so i walked down at, at the end of this tunnel by myself while uh, i think cody and another investigator was waiting outside the tunnel and i started asking questions and i said is anybody here with me and as I'm sitting down in the tunnel, I get a, a, a two knocks on a pole that's right next to my head. What was funny about it was Cody and the other investigator goes, oh, my God, did you hear that? And I said, yeah, it was right next to my ear. <laughs> so it was a little bit hair raising, but it was we knew I knew I was talking with somebody. Well, um, it was at that point, And I, I think if my memory serves me correctly, as you said, is anybody here? And we saw that shadow. Passed by your head, or was that a, was that a second time? That was another time. Okay, okay. So I was so farther, so far down in the tunnel, you guys couldn't see me. But the funny thing was, is I started asking the question, you know, were you military? And I said, if you're military, please knock twice. And then I, he was the, whatever, whoever it was, responded with two knocks. Right. So I knew I was dealing with a, a mili- an ex-military or a military person. Um, there was, we went at several locations. We would, we were looking at, there was a door that was closed off. We were looking through a door and we saw, uh, a mass walk through and past the crack. That's was, the one I was thinking of. Right. Right. But we, but we were in that garage area and it was you, me and, and another investigator. And I was sitting in the corner. You guys were sitting over, uh, oh, yeah. further inside. Right. And that's when you guys saw. Go ahead and. The, well, we saw the map. We so just saw the mass. Like it wasn't. Uh, it was. I wouldn't. I don't want to say definitively. It was like a shadow person, but it was for sure a mass. Kind of just passed by. Yeah, I know that they 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 saw it. I I could sense something was around me, but I didn't really see anything. They said, "Hey, Sean, there's something that just floated by you." Um, that was one of several things that happened there. What was the other? Well, I think the most prominent EVP, and this is also on our Instagram, is we're outside the daylight, and we're, we're talking about what we're going to do inside once we get inside. And there's like a it's we're up top. I, I believe we're above the cannons where the cannons used to be because they took them out now. Um, but we're up top, and we're talking, and we're with uh, another investigator, and, and she says, um, if that is not correct... I, she said something like that, and then you hear this really creepy little girl say, what did you want me to do? 
And what's cool was it is I was wearing my headphones at the time, and I heard it as she was as whoever was saying it. Oh. So I stopped it and I was like, "What was that?" Yeah. <laughs> and we played it back, and sure enough, that was that. And we didn't have the full clip. He he cut it, but it was you could hear it. And, and again, when you're obviously a spirit, it's hard to have a clear, um, consistent voice. But you can hear the EVP right at the end. It like raised up. So that again, my beliefs are that you know these are this is an energy, and for them to actually put their voice on an electric device, it's gonna do that. It's well, they, I mean, I, I think we both have the same understanding as far as they have to, I mean, me. bring their energy right, bring their frequency yeah. down to the three D the three D realm. Yeah, right? and and with Cody and I, we're again, there's there's a, I don't want to say compromise. I want to say there's teamwork here. So. You know, as we, Cody and I, understanding being sensitive and, and, and a medium, there's there's a level of us having to raise our vibration. And again, dealing with the paranormal for so long, we kind of learned how to do that. And that's meeting that energy halfway so there's communication. I want to say that's probably the reason why uh, 9 out of 10 times when we go to a location, we get activity and we're able to capture activity. Um, of course, it's always fun to be able to share that and being able to capture that on, you know, you know, recorders and video and all these different things. Uh, it's just really fun to share that with people. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, it's great to capture all that evidence, but it's also, it's also something in itself is when the experience is just for you, right? And we we right. kind of touched touch base on that last last podcast. But um, I think it's I think it's great is when spirit shows itself to you and only you and and you can kind of it's kind of like an intimate type of thing you know right right and I and I believe um, there's a level of that energy or that spirit that that personality if you will um, understanding what it's dealing with you know Cody and I have the most pure intentions and really our bottom line is we're going in there to understand what's happening and why it's happening. And if it is a, a, a spirit that's trying to find its way, we're there to try to help it if that's in, if that's in their line and if that's in line with them. Um, a lot of times you'll get a spirit that wants to just, you know, they're, you know they, they're attached to something they truly love and then they have to figure out on their own when it's time to leave. But I like to think, Cody and I have had a couple situations where we we had that opportunity where there were spirits that seemed like they didn't know what to do and needed direction you want to go into that yeah so experience it, this was actually kind of around the same time we went to fort MacArthur. um i can't for the life of me think of the theater's name do you remember the theater's name by chance of where it was at um, i know it was in san pedro because it was by fort MacArthur. yes it was very close well uh, there's, there's a theater in San Pedro, and um, it's very old, and we were there doing an investigation, and we were there with another group. It was only like eight of us, I yeah. think, and we're there, and um, they split us up again. Frustrating. Frustrating. <laughs> they always split Sean us up, so... And you know, explain to them why they split us yeah, up. Yeah, well, they, they, they split us up to kind of see how we work with other people, and it, you know, come to find out, nothing kind of really happened. Right. It, it, like, you know, like Sean touched base when... When we get together, it's something about our energy. We just we we bring, we spirits and whatnot want to kind of flock towards towards where we're at. So like a moth to the light, right? right. So I, I kind of think that in another, I think because I've heard um, from the leader of that group that they wanted to be able to spread it out because 
they were seeing that you and I were getting a lot of activity. Absolutely. I think they wanted us to separate groups so everybody could have an experience. <laughs> right. But they were really impeding on what our understanding is. But I mean, as far as the yeah. yeah so we're so I'm sitting down with uh, with another investigator, and we're actually really good friends. I'm um, sitting down with her, and we're. We're doing a EVP session in the actual theater room. I'm sitting on one of the seats looking at the stage, and Sean is behind the stage at the time I'm doing this. Um, so he can't see me or anything. So I'm, uh, I'm asking questions, and I start getting hits on my K2. And uh, that seems to be one of our most prominent yeah. tools is that that's how they like to communicate. But uh, so we, we start establishing communication with the K2, and then I start talking to this female. Um, and uh, I think she was a, a dancer at the time back in the day and she was staying there and for some reason or another I asked the question well do you why are you still here do you want to go to the light and the K2 went all the way to the red it was blinking all the way to the red and I'm like this is crazy like I, I gotta call Sean over here mm-hmm. so you know like, but did you start picking up and on uh, picking up on like it felt like it was stuck in that well, yeah, somebody was holding that was that was when I called you so yeah. I called Sean I said hey get over here so as I'm waiting for Sean that's when I start picking up is somebody not letting you leave and then the K2 goes all the way to the red and I'm like oh okay so somebody's here kind of being the big bad of the place yeah. and not letting anybody leave so what's really interesting about that is when I was back behind stage um, we were getting what seemed to be a, a male figure that was, I don't want to, I don't know if you want to say aggressive, but possessive over the location. Cause we were in the, um, I guess the rooms where you get dressed and whatnot. And I was with a couple other people from the group and we were getting all kinds of activity as well, but it didn't seem like it was very pleasant. Right. So, well, yeah, well, when you got there, that's what we were kind of kind of figuring out is this person this you know i i want to say malevolent spirit kind of felt like he had a hold over the place and he said who who can leave or who can go now i'm not too savvy with what happens on the other side because i'm not there obviously yeah but in my belief um there it's just like it's just like you and me like there's stronger people there's weaker people there's strong-willed weak-willed you know i think it all follows us wherever we go and we, we kind of got that and uh Sean actually, Sean got a good chance to use, this is when he was just coming into his own, he got a chance to use his ability too to kind of, I don't want to say see the female, but almost feel what she was feeling, right? right. There's a lot of emotion, a lot of fear, and, and going back to the individual that was holding, she felt that she was obligated to stay, um, and yeah, working with her, you could see that there was a, a level of just, I can't get anywhere, I'm stuck here. Um, I, I felt that I was again. I, I get more better messages now that I'm more um, developed, but I could tell that there was a lot of uh, I just can't go anywhere and, and just sadness. Right. Um, <clears throat> so when when we realized that this woman felt like she was stuck, we started counseling her. Um, I, I let her know that she wasn't stuck. That if she wanted to go towards the light, she could. Um, then we started again communicating with using the K2 and again I I felt the serenity come in so um, and then with my mind's eye I, I could see the light had come in and then we asked her you know you there's no reason to stay here anymore and we and we said you know you can walk into the light um, so as I said that we both felt a release 
Um, and then we started trying to contact her again via and via uh, K two. K two. There was nothing. Yeah. There was no hits, and it felt. And it also felt lighter, lighter in the place as well. That's the the malevolent spirit. I one hundred percent is is still there yeah. for sure. But it, you know, it just goes back to kind of reaffirming your faith and whatnot. And and Sean and I got got you know we 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 were able to help. Which is ultimately what we want to do, right? Yeah. Is help, you know, help. Cross and and by any means, like, we, we don't go into a place and say, all right, we're going to, all these spirits are no. going to go to the light. And, you know, it's, it's a more of a feeling, like, you kind of feel it out. Yeah, you know, it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going in, hey, we're going to pop past every spirit. Because that, that, you know, we're not, we can't determine if it's time for a person to pass or if they're, they're still... Uh, things they need to complete. I don't want that responsibility. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, I think, again, you know, we work close to um, our beliefs and I think that um, we're put into situations uh, if that is one of the things that's supposed to happen. Again, we're just there to guide, you know, and if it's guide families and help them get over whatever is going on in their house or if it's to guide a soul that's looking for a way home, we're there. We're supporting that. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think um, there, there's been several instances instances um, on our you know on our investigations that we've came across malevolent spirits kind of taking over the place. And I and I you know when I say malevolent, I just mean strong willed or or kind of a bad yeah, bad person, bad energy type of thing. Probably an asshole was an <laughs> asshole in life and <laughs> exactly. an asshole in spirit. <laughs> exactly. So well, and you know what that that brings brings it to a good point is. A lot of stuff you do in life kind of follows you to the afterlife, right? And that's, you know, that brings us into what, you know, construct energy, residual energy, which is a big one we see uh, all the time, right? Yep. Yeah, I, you know, in case you guys are wondering if you don't know, but residual energy, the best way I can explain it is like a, it's how it was taught to me is think of a blacksmith and they're like hammering on a, on a, you know, on a sword all day or making a sword all day. That's what they did uh, for their whole life and then they die. And when they die, that energy, that residual energy is still there. And you can sometimes hear the clinking and the banging. And, and, and even see the, the residual person. Sure. Um, and I, I've got it explained a little bit differently. And it was more like a, a tape play, a tape that keeps playing over and over and over again. Um, and, and if there's a situation where there's a lot of emotion, like a, an ugly death or a painful death, sometimes that huge... That, that energy, that explosion of energy stays. Um, not necessarily meaning that that person that had passed is still there, right. but that experience was imprinted in that space and at that time. So Exactly. So, there's a lot of uh, amazing things that we've learned. And again, as far as I'm concerned, Cody and, our, Cody and I are, are scientists. We're researching, we're trying to figure out these different experiences. Um, but we're open, and again, with the gifts, it, it also helps us uh, determine what's going on or what we're dealing with. You know what we should tell them about is when they uh, split us up for the first time, um, it was down, God, for the life of me, I can't think of that place either, but it's where we saw that uh, cowboy with the top hat. Oh, are you talking about uh, where the... the, the Heritage t- Junction. Oh my gosh, yes. that place was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Uh, so we went with a big group there. There was, was like uh, 20 plus people. Yeah. There was multiple groups with this, uh, in this tour. Um, what was funny is we were all going to go into one building to discuss the different buildings and what kind of things were going on. I was like one of the last people go- to go in and I noticed that 
or I talked to the person that was putting on the acti- the whatever it was going to be, and I asked her because I, I had a vision of a cowboy stepping out of the top window, um, and I asked her, so what's with the cowboy with the the handlebar mustache and big big uh, cowboy hat? And she's like, oh, you saw the the picture in the paper. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I said, I see it uh, psychically or mediumship actually. And she goes, oh, wow, that's crazy. She goes, they actually captured a picture of a cowboy coming out that window. So I had seen that. I, I think that that was actually that energy that was, was there. That was that, yeah. Yeah, he was there. Well, it was funny. They we were, Yeah, like I said, there was 20-plus people there. Um, it was from different paranormal groups throughout Southern California. And uh, Sean went with a group. I went with a different group. And we I don't think we've met these people before. I think this is our first time. I think so. Well, we're up in the... In the let me back up. Sean goes up in the rafters the first time, right? Up right. to the first, the two-story building. Yeah, upstairs right. where right. I saw the, Go ahead, the tell cowboy. Go ahead, tell him that. So we, I went up, and I ended up going with one of the leaders of Para uh, at the time. Um, we went up there, and we, I, I instantly felt there was a, a territorial band there. Uh, it was, he was claiming it to be his space, and he was trying to make himself look big. He taught he stretched himself out to where he was in the rafters but when I got a glimpse of who he really was he was just a shorter guy but he was a cowboy but he wanted to make himself look big he was trying to be intimidating right right right. and we could feel like there was uh, there was a little bit of static noise and some movement um, which scared a couple of the people that weren't so experienced but um, I explored it uh, you know uh, mediumship or psychically on what it was what it was and well then, so so Sean sees that, and he, so they all leave, right? We do when we go when we go investigating, we, we kind of do like thirty minutes at a spot, right? So my group goes up there next, and then I'm I'm sitting down and I'm looking up at the rafters, and I'm like, I see a freaking tall cowboy, but he's not tall, like he's actually like five foot nothing, but he's making it seem like he's bigger. Yeah. So you know, I tell that to my group, it's all cool. We hear little little sounds or whatever, and then later we meet up with Sean, and I'm like. What's up, bro? What are you doing? And you know, he's all nothing, just walking through. And I'm like, so what do you guys think of the of the tall cowboy up in the rafters? <laughs> just just randomly saying it, and Sean's like, "Are you kidding me?" He's all, "Dude, I saw the same thing." Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> again, you know, just again reaffirming that uh, Cody and I have gifts, right? It's not, that's that's prominent. Um, we actually had that, another experience. Again, I'm, I'm bummed that we didn't share that. That, that place because I think it would have been even more so uh, exciting. That's the place I actually got scratched too. Oh wow, wow. that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? I yeah. Can... Um, it's from so the cowboy. It's from the cowboy, yeah. So <clears throat> later on we all met up in this uh, I think it was like the cafeteria place or something. We're all sitting down and the the tour guide just started talking. She's all, yeah, people have been scratched. People have been, you know, bitten which I thought was kind of weird and pushed and whatnot. So Keep in mind, when I'm an investigation, I know Sean does the same thing. We don't antagonize or anything like that, but we do try and spark, um, you know, spark activity. So I started playing with cards, um, you know, just, just like poker or whatever, like anything else. And I start feeling this burning sensation on my right hand. And you can physically, one of the, one of the ladies from Para, which is a different paranormal group, came over and she started filming it. And you can see red marks on my hand. Wow. It was insane. I didn't feel threatened. Um, it wasn't like a... How do I say this? I don't malicious. think it was malicious. I think they were trying to communicate, yeah. and they don't maybe don't know how or something. But I did not feel like I was in danger. Yeah. 
So I also had a, an experience um, in the same building on the, uh, at the bottom floor. And at this point, there was probably, I want to say, eight people on one wall. And I felt a very a strong uh, feeling to go on the other wall and sit down. Um, when I sat down and I'm looking at everybody, they had their backs to the wall and looking at me. All of a sudden, I watched every one of them, their eyes get big. And I'm like, what's going on? Um, and then when the person said, oh my God, do you see that? And I'm like, I didn't know what they were talking about. Well, then they told me a head had stuck, it's, or the, a spirit had stuck its head through the wall next to me and then look around and look at me and then back into the wall. That's, and, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, are you, and I could feel the static. I could feel something was next to me. Um, I didn't, at that point, I, I don't think, maybe I was a little intimidated by even to look over, but I was just in a good state where I could feel what was around me. But yeah, that was, that was really, I was disappointed that I didn't get a chance to see it, <laughs> but I could feel it. <laughs> Absolutely. And that, you know what, that kind of happens a lot, right? We'll, yeah. we'll review evidence and we're like, dude, we didn't feel anything there. And then we got all this activity, yeah. right? Who we get to, well, we, we should say that one for now. I was going to talk about Air, uh, George's Air Force Base, but what are we? That's a, that's a fantastic place in itself, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I, th I think what we should do for a closing is talk about Linda Vista Hospital. Um, Linda Vista Hospital was a, was a crazy place. It's a psychiatric place um, here in Southern California. It's actually torn down now, right. to my understanding. Um, is, is it I torn down? No, I think what happened, yeah, it is torn down. We were told that this would be the last investigation That's right. and that they were going to make it an old folks home. Yep. Um, but then we found out two years later they tore it down. And I'm, I'm sure it was because, because of the paranormal. <laughs> that place is, is a beacon for paranormal. I mean, obviously, it was a psychiatric ward. Yeah. But all, the amount of creepiness at that place was phenomenal, right? Everywhere you went, it's like you were being watched or stalked You'd or somebody was behind shadows you. moving. Cody talked about the door and seeing the face. That was the most prominent thing that he saw ever in my life ever i, I mean the, the door slam scared the shit out of me <laughs> you know i'm like what was that and i i walk over to where the door was and these old hospitals had little little windows that you can peer through and i peer through the window and with physically my eyes i see uh, it, i mean it's a spirit but it's it took on the body of a paranormal investigator who's supposed to be four stories below me and I start freaking out. I open the door real quick. Nobody's there. Yeah. And there's no windows, no doors. And I'm like, what just happened? Mind you, I, I'm with another investigator right there while Cody's with the other investigator trying to figure out what the frick was going on. Um, the ghost box was responding to all kinds of things. So whatever Cody saw was still talking to us on the ghost box. Absolutely. Being very clear on our questions. I don't remember exactly what the questions were. I'm sure we'll, we'll post some of those things on our Instagram. Uh, the new reality or the lowercase new lowercase reality 11. Um, we'll, as we go through our, you know, our investigation, I'm sorry, our evidence, um, we'll post those things and you'll get a chance to see it. But really amazing stuff at that place. I liked it. It was creepy. And it was on several floors. <laughs> and, and God, I wish that place was still was still up so we can investigate it now. Knowing what we know now, oh my God, it'd be amazing. Right? Have the whole building for <laughs> ourselves. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been. We've had a lot of really cool experiences, and those are just a couple of them. Absolutely. So uh, that's it for uh, this this talk show. Um, 
make sure you give us a follow. Yeah. Thanks. Thumbs up. Well, thank you.